husband wakes up with Steph, Abby, and Matt on B105. Two, two, two. Power of two! Yeah, once in a lifetime, this is. Mm-hmm. It is the 22nd, mm-hmm. 02, mm-hmm. 20, mm-hmm. 2 2. Mm-hmm. You must love this. You love this sort of I stuff. Love I love numbers. It. And I, I would say that I am. I had an emergency C section for the first bub, so I couldn't really choose it. Um, and when I was in uh, having the C section, yeah. there was a lady there that was like, oh my God, he's born on the 28th of the 12th. I was like, okay. But it was the time as well, was uh. two eights. And she was very excited by it, right? And I was like, oh, okay, no worries. That's in- that's important. She's like, yeah, dates and numbers are really important. And then after that, I kept choosing the dates for the next planned C-section. Uh, couldn't have it on an odd day. Couldn't have it on a day. And I'm not the only one. A lot of people do it. Baby. <laughs> but today <laughs> is uh, pretty amazing. And people are saying, wow. So because it is a two, what does that actually mean? Uh, and they're often referred to as angel numbers. Right. So if you've got three twos in a row, then it's the angel number. And the importance of two in numerology means that it's dealing with relationships, acceptance, compassion, cooperation, and harmony. So it's Did really... Did you say urology then? No. Numerology. Numerology. Oh, you said urology for a second. <laughs> it's got nothing to do with we. <laughs> well, it's a number two. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How do angels know the date? I don't know. Because the know. dates are human construct that we just invented. Someone went, hey, today's the first of the first. Let's go from here. Well, yeah. at least you believe in angels, so that's good. Angels made people, <laughs> you know. Did they? Yeah. Huh. So, so uh, yeah, the, the month kicked off with a new moon in Aquarius. Uh, you would have seen that. And it's a bit of like new beginnings, they're saying today. And also to centre yourself. Um, and if you're not in a relationship that's suitable for you, then you'll be able to feel it. So this is our centre for the year, which is good because the rest of the year has been a little bit crap. Do you still have to give a reason when you get divorced? Yeah, you want to <laughs> so give you, numbers? You go, well, it's a 22nd of the second. I think it might be two. a drop down list. I'm not feeling it, so. Might be a drop down list. Oh, you reckon? Yeah. yeah. Mm. Yeah. You just select Different. other and then other. 25 <laughs> characters or less. Reason not listed here. <laughs> two, 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 I was thinking about it. You don't write down the date anymore, though. You know how, like, mm, yeah. you'd write it down, but I'm like, oh, today I'm going to write it down. I'm, like, I'm not going to sign anything. You know, how, will. how many conversations are there going to be? Someone goes to the bank and they go, what is today's date? Second, second, second. Oh, look, oh, look at that. That's important. Is that it? Is that? Well, now you can say yes. It's uh, referred to as the angel numbers. And in America, it would be the 22nd, 22nd, 02. Yep. Mm. There you go. Crazy. I wonder if that changes it. No, it's still the same amount of twos. That's true, but in a slightly different order. It is very confusing when mm. you see the American day sometimes and no, you're yeah. trying to work out what it actually means to you. <laughs> yeah. So connect with yourself mm-hmm. and another person and see if everything's right in the world. All right. Good luck with that. Why don't we? We've got Trivia Turf War at seven. Yeah. Usually we do $200. I reckon we should give away $222 today. I agree. I think that might and break us. 222 and 22. And 22 cents. Mm-hmm. So you can't collect the cash. You're going to have to get the bank transfer. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Lowest prices are just the beginning. If you've listened to the show for a while, you'll know who Wendy is. Uh-huh. But for those that don't, uh, Wendy is my husband's other love. Uh, <laughs> it, it started off, I think it's still a joke, but I got a DM about this on the weekend. So I think we need to address it. Okay. 
But she works at Bunnings yep. uh, at Cannon Hill. Apparently, she's very popular. She's really nice to people, helpful, I guess, with timber. Great customer uh, but, <laughs> but hubby will also go, like, he'll go to the trade entrance where you drive in. Mm. And he'll always come home with different, like, merch with hats. He wears it everywhere of the Bunnings. And it's like, Wendy gave me this. And Wendy said this. And I was like, And you've been trying to dress your husband for years. <laughs> and some floozy just all of a sudden starts dressing him. Now, since we've talked about this, mm. I've had other people come up going, my husband has a Wendy. And I was like, oh, like, similar at his Bunnings. And they're like, no. No, the Wendy too. So they maybe the men go to that Bunnings because Wendy is there. Mm, She's guessing. the attraction. Okay. When this first came out, we hunted down Wendy. Yeah, we did. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Wendy joined us on the show. <laughs> yeah, she and did. And so you got to meet Scotty's other woman. Good morning. Wendy. Hey, darling. Yeah, good morning. Oh, no, sweetheart. <laughs> God. <laughs> I haven't seen you for a few days. I've been missing you. Oh, my God, so have I. What's going on? (laughs) Okay, this was supposed to be a joke, you two, but I think there's obviously something going on. It's nice to hear your voice, Wendy. I hear a lot about you. Thank you. Does he ever talk about me? No. 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 Hmm. How's that for sexual chemistry, huh? I know. I know his voice got a bit like, hi, Wendy. Yeah. I've never never heard him so giddy before. He goes to Bunnings a lot. Yes, he does. Like a lot. You're like, where are you popping off now? Oh, Bunnings is still open. Oh, is it? Is it this late? It is open till 1 a.m. Yeah, Wendy never are you closes. Kidding? What? <laughs> oh, what time is it open till? Nine o'clock? Oh, yeah. you'd be easy to cheat on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, babe, just go to buy some nails. It's two o'clock in the morning. Yeah, Bunnings never sleeps. <laughs> Don't Google it. See ya. <laughs> you said. Oh, my God. I don't know if there was, like, some sort of one-off. But I got a DM DM about someone else, I guess, who's a little bit concerned about this. Right. Yeah. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. (gasps) Wendy's husband. Wendy's husband. Well, that's what I was wondering. He's just found out that Bunnings doesn't open till one. (laughs) (laughs) So is this person going to join us next They're going to join us, Mm -hmm. right? And they're with connection with Wendy. Okay. And I think they're a little bit like, oh, I've been hearing this and I think I've had enough. (sighs) Is it a child? Maybe. <laughs> what would they be? Six? Mm. Six now? Yeah. How long has he been going to that Bunnings for? How long have you oh, lived here? How long have you lived here? For 11 years. Does the kid never wear a shirt? All right. Uh, we speak <laughs> to maybe an, an 11-year-old when we come back. Ooh. Very intrigued to find out who this is. We're like Maury Poppet. <laughs> oh, g'day. It's Tradie Chat Tuesday. Mm, my Scotty Too Hottie, who joins us now. Uh, what does the name Wendy mean to you? Wendy? Yeah. Oh, delicious Wendy. Oh, here we go. Um. So Wendy works at Bunnings, <laughs> and we did have the opportunity to speak to both of you uh, previously. Good morning. Wendy. <laughs> hey, darling. Today, darling. Yeah, good morning. Oh, no, sweetheart. <laughs> God. <laughs> I haven't seen no you for a few days. I, I've been missing you. Oh, my God, so have I. What's going on? <laughs> okay, this was supposed to be a joke, you two, but I think there's oh, no. obviously something going on. It's nice to hear your voice, Wendy. I hear a lot about you. Thank you. Does he ever talk about me? No. No. <laughs> so, Scotty, yes, we've established yeah. Wendy. You go and see her at Bunnings all the time, but I got a yep. DM. Uh, on Instagram over the weekend, and I thought, oh, that's interesting. And it's from a guy called Andrew, and he said, uh, your husband flirts with my 
Mum. <laughs> Andrew, Wendy's son joins us. How do you feel about all this, Andrew? Um, yeah, it's kind of strange, but um, I think it's pretty funny. Andrew, um, how old are you? I'm 35. Because oh, yesterday we were talking about if your um, stepfather is uh, younger than you or the same age, and, I mean, that's what we're looking down the barrel of here, isn't it? Well, true, yes. Yeah. Yes, that's correct. Yep. <laughs> Just say it for us. Say, call him Daddy, Andrew. Uh, Daddy. <laughs> Daddy Scotty. <laughs> it's my lost so- child. How are you, son? How are you? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Yourself? Um, man, I can't help it. Your mum's just, you know, a lovely person. Careful. You know, you know. Oh, mate, yeah, I can't blame she you. Is, as long as you, as long as you look after her. As long as you treat her well, Scotty. I'm sure I'm going to have you critiquing me along the way. Oh, oh mate, as, as long as you're not right? just trying to get some Bunnings discounts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, Does just... that happen quite a bit, Andrew? Like uh, this. I think he's trying to get a sausage. Yeah, well, this seems to be, like, we've spoken <laughs> about it, but I've mean? had a lot of people come up and saying about how popular your mum is at Bunnings. How many she years has she worked there for? Um, Quite a while. Probably 10 years. Yeah, right. God, he's okay. uh, yeah. short what on about, words. It is his son. <laughs> what about the, the flirting, though? Is that, have you heard that from anyone else? Um, No, this is, like, the first time sort of really hearing of it. Yeah. I only just, like, heard out, like, found out about Scotty the other weekend. Far out, hasn't your mum been talking about me, mate? <laughs> no, she's been pretty Christ. quiet about it. Um, really? A- Andrew, um, I mean, just we need to establish a few things here. Is your mum still with your dad? Is she got no, a partner? She, she's, um, she's single. Right. Sounds like they're your grandchildren in the background, Scotty. <laughs> yeah, well, apart from Scotty, she's single, so. Apart from Scotty, she's single. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. <laughs> I should get wet Very true. Mm. Very true. <laughs> we could get Wendy a date, yeah. Or well, I don't know. Actually, no, we're not doing that. <laughs> I'm no date. <laughs> so, um, Andrew, who we're told... We're going to run around the house. Sorry, kids screaming at me. <laughs> who told you, Andrew, about um, your mum and Scotty? Did you hear it on the show or did other people say your mum's floating up a storm? No, actually, actually, my mum told me about it. Oh, oh she did uh, say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, right. was pretty, it was pretty it's funny when she mentioned it. Ice. Do you know, um, Andrew, I've never actually wet, met Wendy in person because... Is, this is how silly it was. She was there one day and I was just looking gross, so I didn't want to have the opportunity to meet her, so I hid under one of <laughs> oh. the aisles. So, yeah. Uh, that's all right. Well, um, we'll leave you to it there, Scotty, because. Yeah. Uh, right, yeah. And, and Andrew, nice uh, nice to meet you, mate. So maybe. No worries, Andy, you too, mate. And, Andrew, when you get home, mate, I want you to make your bed and, uh, and clean the dishes, please, for your mother. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, no worries, mate. I'll look after it. Thanks, Dad. (laughs) Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Tensions are really high over on the border with Russia and Ukraine. Mm -hmm. They're saying that their war is is about to happen. I have been saying that for a few days. I know Mm. you like to keep abreast of the situation because Ukraine used to be part of Russia. Mm. Mm. And now they're going in. Apparently Putin's already said go. And when they're not listening to him, they're saying, no, we're not ready? Or? No, they're going, but they're just... Well, they keep threatening? Sneaking in. Well, he's already said, start the invasion, apparently. What do you mean, apparently? That's the headlines today, that he's given the go-ahead. Well, the, I didn't read all that headlines. The headlines <laughs> I read were that um, Biden 
and Vladimir are going to have a phone conversation. And then the French president was in the phone conversation as well. Mm-hmm. Why was he in? Mediator. <laughs> support <laughs> person. <laughs> yeah. It's like when you're going to get fired, would you let your support yeah. person? And yeah. he chose the French president. Uh, and they're saying that um, so they were all going to be together in a phone conversation. Mm. With the Ukraine president as mm, well, mm. so I thought, well, why why have they got all their troops if they could just have a phone conversation? It does seem <laughs> it does seem weird when you hear about like what all we see on the news is war is imminent. There's troops lined up mm. ready to go. There's going to be a huge fight on, and then you it does sort of seem like oh they're going to catch up and have a phone convo. If that doesn't go well, the war is They're, on. Yeah, if so- it does go well. We're it's all off. sweet, bro. And yeah, then what, can... do they want to be like the big man on the phone conversation and do they have to wait then for the translator? Mm. And does the translator have to do the same tone or is it just happy? <laughs> like, what? what I'm saying is these headlines are awful and I feel sorry yeah. for the people over in Ukraine mm-hmm. and especially if you've got family over there. You don't know what's going on. You see the images, they're awful, but then you've got them in a phone conversation going, yeah, I did put my, I well, did put my troops, but that's because, like, you know, you're not being nice to me. <laughs> but that's diplomacy. And, and you, can be, you can be doing that while you're still... there was a woman still... on that phone conversation. Yeah. I know what you're saying about the translator, though. That's a big gig because if, you know, Putin's being aggressive... Does he... And, do they do the translator downgrade it? Well, also, the translator may not want war and yeah. might say, are you sure you want me to say that? Yeah. Uh, can I say something Say something else? He said that your land is very beautiful and thank you so much for the vodka. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and then three days later, like, why is he attacking? I thought it was all good. The interpreter said he liked it. It is, I know, and, and that is, you're right, Stav, that is diplomacy, but it's a bizarre construct in life, isn't it? That you're like, war is imminent between the two of us. I agree to a phone conversation. That would never have happened I years need a, and years I need ago. a bit more history, though. So was Ukraine separate, then part of Russia now wants to be separate, or am I asking too many questions and you've really just read the headlines? Yeah, probably. Okay, sorry about that. <laughs> I'm really sorry. <laughs> I can see your face just going, mm Ah, here we go. Someone's smart. Adrian. I love it. Adrian, our Adrian, audio probably. guy, when he gets annoyed this when we're so trying to talk to you. so frustrating if you're from Hello. this place. 131060, you can join in. It was yeah. part of the Soviet Union until it disbanded in the late 80s, early 90s. And that's when the Ukraine went their separate ways. Yes. yes. Yeah. That's what we used to call it at school. Yeah. Mm. What I want to know, though, is when they have those meetings, because they're very serious, and I've wondered this since the beginning of the pandemic, yeah. because we have our national cabinet where all of our premiers and leaders get together and discuss things, especially Anastasia Palaszczuk and Scott Morrison, all week long, they just fire shots at each other. Mm. They're just, like, tearing each other down. And then they have to go and have a mov- uh, uh, video movie date, <laughs> a movie conference, a video conference. And I always wonder, like in the first five minutes, because you know when you have a meeting, we had a yeah. meeting with our big boss, Dave, yesterday. Yeah. And you have that first start where the first three to five minutes are, how are your kids? Yeah, Bit pretty of good. And Did then, you want some food? And then the meeting kicks in. Yeah. Does that happen with world leaders? Like, do they ask each other How'd you go at golf on the weekend? And then after three minutes, go, right. I think they go straight in it. I think there's not one beat. I think it's very much, thank you for joining us. Your flags look good. Um, Hey, guys, Mm. I've got someone calling through. It's Bill Shorten. He's just texted me and he said he can give you some info if you want to chat to him in a sec. Do you know, like about the small talk? I want to know about the translators as well. Well, the thing is, I mean, I'm happy to take Bill. He didn't quite make it to Prime Minister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, well, what do you want? No. What do you He'll want? know some stuff. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, send him through. Bill Shorten. Right. Bill, the Bill. Are you sure it's not a joke, person? <laughs> Please welcome our guest. 
Yeah, we just wanted to know some of the answers. Of course, we hope that war doesn't happen in the border of Russia and Ukraine. Um, but we're talking about the phone conversation because it has been reported that there was a few. There was between the French president. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a phone conversation for 105 minutes with Vladimir and they both sort of said, well, let's do a ceasefire. But there are so many questions we want to know about that phone conversation. Was it a video? So um, Bill Shorten, who was leader of opposition for Labor... Um, he has called through this morning. Thank you, Bill. Nice to have you on the show. Yeah, it's been two and a half years, but good you got the number. <laughs> has been a while. Has been a while, my friend. We... That's what happens when you lose. You get dropped by B.O. Hey, 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 Bill. Come on. Come on, mate. No, we, still, we still want you. We mate, just haven't found a reason no, until great. now. Yeah. You no, could have I'm, rung I'm... us any time, but you chose not to. Exactly. Oh, I know, I know. But this is sort of how, you know, conflicts start, isn't it? You could just see Mr. Putin talking to the Ukrainian. You should have rung. No, you should have rung. <laughs> yeah. So let's get this. When you organise a phone call, everyone is a no, uh, knows a about it, obviously, because it's made all the media. But is it a phone conversation or is it a video these days? Well, that's interesting, isn't it? I think uh, the FaceTime phone conversations are better than just phone conversations because you can see the other person. Mm. But, I mean, going through COVID the last two years, Zoom doesn't quite replace a real meeting, does it? Mm. So, you know, there's advantages and disadvantages, but I guess... If you don't want to see what the other person, you don't want them to see what you're thinking, maybe just stick with the old phone call and not any visuals. Yeah, I'd like to, um, those faces to the person who's in the room with you. Like, <laughs> I'd like to see them do, do it in the metaverse and have to like create their avatar first. <laughs> get the hair right. Or a hologram, yeah. yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. That's it. You guys should... Mm-hmm. I've been... Putin and the Ukrainians, though, I can't imagine it's too friendly at the moment. No. So. no. Well, see, you would have had this situation when you were leader of the opposition and you would have spoken yeah. to Scott Morrison. So you guys, yeah, for all yeah. intents and purposes, don't like each other for that reason that you're against each other. When you would have phone calls together to discuss stuff, did mm. you have that little bit of chit-chat at the start where you'd be like, how were the kids? You know, how was your holiday in Hawaii? Like, And then <laughs> yeah. do you play the ukulele? Mm-hmm. Or does it just go straight bang in. straight into the meeting, no... No, no, no. It sort of depends how you're going in the polls, doesn't it? Your mood. Um, hmm. I mean, I th- thinking back the differences. I used to chat to Tony Abbott, then Malcolm Turnbull, and then Scott Morrison, and they all had distinct styles, really. Um, uh, Malcolm, he was very chatty. Oh, I loved to chat. Um, I <laughs> oh, did he? he. He liked to do most of the chatting, but nonetheless, he liked to chat. <laughs> what um, did you talk about? What would be the personal oh, stuff you talk generally, about? I generally, I listen. Malcolm's a family man, so mm. you'd always ask how. Lucy's going or how Chloe, my wife's going. So yeah, Malcolm had a good line of chat. Um, Tony Abbott, a little different. Um, you'd have to just understand where he was coming from sometimes. Mm. You know? But, you know, he, he's a guy who sort of believes in things, even if some of the things he believes are a bit unusual. But, you know, he was there. He, uh, I don't know if chatting, little small talk was his go, but quite he could be quite charming when he wanted to be. Scott from... Scott uh, Morrison, yeah, like, Scott, yeah. he's, um, you know, one time, all right, you know, lift up the tent and the cover of the tent and yeah. open up a bit of a secret. We were both in a room before we were doing one of the debates for the elections, mm-hmm. um, and it was just him and me, and I had a sort of a minder there, and Scott was already in the green room, uh, and I said, how you going, Scott? And he sort of ignored me. I thought, oh, this guy's trying to get in my head here. He's just ignoring me before the debate. So I said hello again, and I could see his lips moving. 
Mm. And I realised he was actually praying, so I stopped <laughs> the small chat altogether and just <laughs> looked the other way. Fair enough. Fair enough. He didn't yeah. want to talk to me. He wanted to talk to his other friend, and mm-hmm. that's good. God would have understood if he said, excuse me one moment, God, I've just got Bill right in front of me. <laughs> oh, <laughs> how awkward, though. Because he didn't, no, didn't yeah. even gesture to be like, oh, I'm in the middle of something. No, or? to be oh. fair, I don't think he's. I don't think he realised I was there. He was oh, just in the okay. moment. He wasn't being rude. He mm. was just in yeah. another place. Mm. Yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. totally. Yeah. Mm. And go. have you had to do one with someone that didn't speak your language though? And how does that work? Uh, slowly, yeah, yeah. Well, you, I've had to do that. I, I've been overseas, and you, you meet leaders from other countries, and um, Xi Jinping, or you meet. Um, European leaders who want to speak in their own language, mm. it, it just slows everything down because, <laughs> you, you know, you give this really powerful point and you think, wow, this guy's going to really, this lady or man's going to think I'm really on top of this. And then the interpreter starts speaking and you realise that you haven't given the interpreter time to remember everything you've said. <laughs> oh, yes, of course. Rookie mistake, rookie mistake. Well, funny you say that, Bill. Um, thank you so much for, for coming on the show. But we have Lisa, who is an interpreter and translator, and she's called up because I wanted to know, Lisa, do you have to use the same tone? And as you just heard from Bill, they all want to use their own language because even if they can speak a different one, it's not as powerful. Mm. Do you need to use the same maybe aggressive tone that they're using? Uh, So, yes, a professionally trained interpreter is obliged to convey the same intent that was in the original message, Mm -hmm. and their duty is to render that intent in the best way possible. So if one said to another, you know, including swear words, I'm going to effing, you know, kill you, that's what the interpreter exactly needs to convey with the same aggression, with the same tone. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you haven't um, fully conveyed uh, the intent of the message. Yeah. So wow. the issue is not even exactly the words, it's the intent. Mm. Wow. That's the goal of what you, what you need to achieve. How See, how interesting. It's very interesting, Lisa. I, I wish that you could be on that phone conversation yeah. between Putin. <laughs> and then, of course, well, Lisa, you've got to keep um, the confidentiality of the conversation. Absolutely. And I think the, you know, that's a whole other issue because professional interpreters yeah. don't have enough debriefing. Mm. So there's a lot of vicarious trauma suffered by interpreters in you know, hospital settings and emergency departments. Right. You know, they deal with a patient and then they're just told to go home. Yeah. There's no debrief, there's wow. no post-counselling session. So it's a really, really, really hard gig. Mm. Um, I have worked as an interpreter before, but I find that emotional load so heavy that I now only work as a translator, right. which is issuing um, in, in written version rather than orally, which is the interpreter. Right. Would you uh, ever computer. Would you ever take a job, Lisa? Just say someone had met someone online and they fell in love and they were from another country and then they came over here to meet up but they couldn't speak the language. Would you sit there and translate their romantic um, things for them? It's funny you say that because um, I have been in that situation. I have attended a first date. Wow. Um, over sushi, and I did act at they were friends, but um, I attended their first date with them, and they're now married with two kids. Wow. Oh, you must have done well yeah. then, Lisa. Yeah. Good, Good tone. Great tone. Great way to get a third involved. Yeah. We're getting even translated, mate. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Will it make them or will it break them? This is SAS Australia. Oh, I'm kind of watching bits of the show, and uh, it is quite intense. If you saw some of it last mm. night, they were doing different challenges where they had to run 
with uh, their back on fire. So they obviously put on a coat and they had to run to the river and jump in. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was also some underwater challenges that they did as well. Aeroplane down drill is designed to keep you alive. Crashing into the water, it's fear that fuels us. But if you let it take over, if you let it turn into panic, then it will sure as hell kill you just as fast as it can save your life. I panicked. You panicked? You went too early? Yeah. You had no guts, did you? No, sir. No. Down there, go back to your burger. So they dunk them underwater in a plane to Yeah, I, I couldn't watch right? all of it because um, I was... I was Every time you watch that, you always go, could I do it? Yeah. And I seriously asked myself that question because they, they reached out and said, would you consider it? Mm. And I know that then you'd probably have to go through different interviews and stuff like that, but they just reached out. and That was for this series. For this, that's why I'm watching it going, yeah. oh, I could be with Darius Boyd. Mm. Like, you'd, he would have been good support. You'd beat him. No, I reckon he does really well. See, that's the whole thing, stuff. I wouldn't want to, you want to go on that and you don't want to disappoint yourself. Mm. And they reached out and I would have been like the last. You know how they got to get the fillers? They get like the headline people. No, 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 don't do that. that. I'm being honest, Matthew. Trying to be too humble. They asked you to be on the show. Yeah. They didn't ask us. No, they said, would you be interested in I mean, after it? we knocked it back, they <laughs> gave you a call. And... Well, you, you see about the people when they get paid like hundreds of thousands of mm. dollars to go on the show, apparently, and then they get the other people. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, there was a 13-day week, a thirteen day shoot, so it wasn't as long as what you would have thought. Right. Yeah, and then for each day that you stay on, you get a, a different amount of money mm. for it, so you yeah. can understand that there's a bit of incentive to stay on it. But I... I, look, I thought about it because I do like challenges. The underwater would have freaked me out, but it was more that I am the m- most unfit that I've ever been. Right. And I would have had to be, I would have wanted to be like you down we're, we're training now for right. your charity fight. I would have wanted like three or four months how much, to train hardcore. How much was, time did they give you? There was only eight weeks. Wow, that is a tight turnaround, isn't it? Yeah, and it I was filmed last year. Yeah. Mm. But you've also got the added thing of not only would you have to train and get in shape, but you would have to put a very long list of things together for Scott to do while you were away out in the wilderness exactly. for 13 days. That's a show. <laughs> but I always think about the interrogation. Like, I am such an open book and don't keep anything in that they would have went, so we're going to talk about your... Oh, you've talked about that on air. No, oh, they, we're going to talk about... Nah, they'd oh, find, no, yeah, they called about something. That they called me, actually. <laughs> <laughs> so they've got that information, but they're not going to use it this season. So. Would you do it? Mm. Um, I think I would do a show yeah. like that. Yeah. Mainly just to see if I could do it. Mm. Um, I would, str- I reckon it would be really hard. You know, it's easy to watch a television show and be like, no, nah, I could do that. That's easy. But mm. I actually think that is one of the shows on television that you have to be mentally they're like, designed like to, well. They're designed yeah. to break you. That's the whole <laughs> design of it. Yeah. yeah. And you don't see all the stuff that is off camera, where you might not get as much food, you might get separated, you might not have any sleep. You don't see all of those challenges that are building up to these ones. Do you think mm. you would have broken? Like you know how you see people who mm. fall apart on it. Because you're pretty, you're pretty small spaces. I'm, I'm, I know I'm not as claustrophobic as you are, but I don't, I don't enjoy it. So that would have mentally broken mm. me. But jumping out of helicopters and all that, I would have, I would have loved. And physically, I could have pushed myself. Mm-hmm. If they ask you again next season, do it, please. I would love to watch you on there. I think you'd be great. Mm. It would be interesting. The people that have applied for it now, because remember they opened up to all over Australia, so you could apply for it. So that's mm. going to be the next season that you start saying. Well, civilians can do it now, mm. can they? Mm. Not just celebrities. Mm. Mm. There well. you go. You're up. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> civilian. I don't know about that. Uh, uh, all right. Uh, stick around, guys. Uh, after nine o'clock, your chance uh, to win big trivia turf or back on the air. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. When I come in in the morning, I want to have a conversation, you know, about sport. I do like, you know, running through footy seasons, about to start. And instead, you guys are talking and I don't understand your conversation because you're talking about a TV show I've never heard of. Well, that's your um, loss. Yeah. Yeah. You guys are blaming the fact that your wives watched this and you accidentally both started watching it and it's a show called Magnolia. Magnolias? Sweet, Sweet Mag- Magnolias. <laughs> Magnolias. It's not a Roman gladiator show. Okay. Yeah. And just so you know, mm-hmm. we support our women. Yeah. And that's what it's this is fine, all about. It's fine, but I just think you guys are raving about it. And then, oh, did you see that character? Now, how did that character end up with that hot guy? I know, right? That's now- true. <laughs> <laughs> now, we did actually, can you take the word rave out? We discussed it a little. Yes. No, 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 no. Wait, wait. Hang on, you don't have to press your intercom sorry, down okay, sorry. mic off. Their excitement when they were talking about this show <laughs> was next level. It's like they, like I had just been to a footy match. It's the same reaction that you guys had been when you were watching the show. Sorry, can I just say, it went on for about 20 minutes, derailed our morning meeting. They were making me put up pictures of the cast on the big screen. Like, next level. The discussion, I believe, yeah. Stav, between us was... We've caught bits and pieces of Sweet Magnolia. Here and, and it's bollocks. You don't like Here it. The storyline's ridiculous. Yeah. And there's so many holes to be poked oh in. Oh, my God. If you haven't seen it, and you probably have because it is number one. This is the other thing that it's number one on Netflix. I don't know how that happened. Because you guys are watching it. Hmm. No, we're not. Our wives are Our watching wives it. Our wives are watching it. We happen to be in the room at the same time. 301060, if you want to join in with the boys, you only watch it because your partner does. Like, I am sick of guys going, oh, I watch Married at First. I don't watch it. My partner does. Mm. Just say what it is. But they really brushed over when that old bird carked it, didn't they? Like, oh. the next episode, they were just like, oh, we'll just plan a funeral. What is it about? Just tell me have a Have a listen. My life is insane. I'm holding it together by duct tape and happy thoughts, and I'm near out of both. We have been talking about going into business together. Remember, the sweet magnolias. We three are going to turn that big old house into a glorious spa. <laughs> now, to just give you a like quick overrun of it. Friends open a day spa? Yeah, well, it's more like three um, friends from South Carolina who are best friends since childhood, you know, and they're just shepherding their way through romance, career, and okay, family life. I get it. You're reading it. Is that all it is about them opening a day spa? Oh, there's so much more going on. Like We've what? also got the family complex dramas where one of the kids was a, uh, wanted to be a professional football player, but his younger brother got him in a car. They had a car accident. That ruined Sorry his career. Sorry to butt you in. Baseball, not baseball, 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 baseball. Yeah. He's, a, he's a pitcher and yeah. he broke his arm. And they were just getting their relationship back on Welcome track the and then he found meeting, out that guys. he didn't get into the school that he wanted and it all fell apart. He didn't train all his life to be number two. And what about the character where her husband left her and then she had all these admirers and then her hot husband came back? Yeah, well, that's, that's you know, stretching the bounds of credibility. There's also a lot of God talk. Because they're from very, the South. It is very gotty. And amen, it's, my, my It's sisters. just cheese. It's like 100%. It's, but just admit that you guys cheese. like it. Fondue. Stop after every moment go, oh, it's just because my wife had it on. See, I don't watch it because, and you know where I think the technicality is in? Yeah. Mm. When I watch it, I'm standing with my arms folded so I could point. leave at any time. So That's I'm not point. really watching it. I yeah. just got a message from my friend Craig saying, the boys are downplaying it. It's actually a really good show. My wife made me watch it. See? <laughs> See? Yeah. Yeah. What, that's, this 13, is the 10, 60, or what did your partner make you watch? Yeah. Well, it could be anything. What did they make you do? 
You know, <laughs> you might be in your wife's netball team and you hate it, <laughs> but you're just there because you're a supportive man. Uh-huh. <laughs> in <Second> Cleveland. <laughs> Good morning, guys. Look, I don't watch anything my husband watches, but I just want to support the boys because any show that has a weekly margarita night for any reason that ever is okay with me. So they have a margarita? They're giant margaritas too, right? Margarita day today. But anything, though, you're having a bad day, let's have a margarita night. Your kids are annoying you, margarita Mm -hmm. night. You're celebrating something amazing, Margarita Night. Yep. Who wouldn't get behind that? I also Maybe Skirmo love... was onto something. <laughs> I love the um, I love the fantasy of it. Like you can you're watching shows these days, especially because they have to be woke. But it's a deep, deep South. Which Look at your have... eyes light up. Yeah, doesn't have a great reputation for race relations. But the best friends in the show, one's an African American, one's an Asian, one's white. You go in the deep South. That's not going to happen. Yeah. But praise There's Jesus, it does. There, What's that? There's no Asian. Yeah, there is. She got control of the books and the funeral. She had to get the books from the, for the bonbonnerie. Don't don't <sighs> steal mags, me, mate. <laughs> well, actually, you're a little deeper than I. <laughs> I, am, I think we are. Has Kat even watched it? Let's Who's be Kat? honest. Oh, Kat's on right now. What do you watch? Because your partner's into okay, it. Travis. What do you watch? Just because your partner's into it. So my ex-partner got me into RuPaul's Drag Race. Oh, yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah, once we separated, I need to get my housemates onto it so I can still secretly watch it. Uh, (laughs) But I bet when you're watching it with them, you used to complain that you didn't really even like it. Absolutely. I just explained to them, like, it's all right. Yeah. 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 Would you tell your partner at the time, this is so stupid? Mm -hmm. Why do you watch this stuff? Constantly. Every second, I would wonder why they were constantly fighting with each other. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know, and that's what you do. As long as you sit there, or or as I said before, if you're standing and you're telling them how stupid the show is. Then it's fine. You're not technically watching it. Mm. I haven't got any uh, math schooling. I would have thought we've got a lot of married at first sight. Yeah. People are like, I don't even like it. Uh, Sarah from Springfield Lakes. Yeah, so I'm only watching The Walking Dead because my partner is watching it. Uh, so how much did you complain about it at the start? Well, see, I loved the first few seasons, but then I thought it got silly, so I stopped watching it, but mm. I'm still up to date just because he watches it. <laughs> is that still on that show? Yes, yeah, this is the final season. It's wrapping up. I got, I, 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 I got my wife into it, actually, yeah, because I was watching it, and I said, I think you would... She thought zombies straight away, so I didn't watch it. I thought, it's actually good, and she got into it. Yeah. Mm. They yeah, did get silly. <laughs> Do you watch Sweet Magnolias by any chance, Sarah? No, I haven't even heard of it before this morning. Yeah. No, I'll see that. It's got zombies in it too. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Drunk human. That's just drunk talk. Old tiny human. What are you looking at? <laughs> Yeah, if you've been looking after a bunch of toddlers, you'll know that they act the same way as if you've been driving home a group of drunk adults. Mm-hmm. It's the same. Someone has to go to the toilet. Someone is complaining. Someone's crying. Someone's laughing. It's the same thing. And this mm. is why we like to do the game, where you call up with a scenario. You don't tell us if it was a, a little toddler mm-hmm. or a drunk human, and we'll see if we can guess. Now, this is all to celebrate a National Margarita Day. Margarita yeah, they, Day. Did you know that? Why, I was like, why do they get a day? And, of course, it does feature tequila. And they were saying, mm. yeah, go, go for it. I know you wondered. It, it's tequila. doesn't say it in this bit. You couldn't right. find it? Mm. Hey? Tequila. Margarita. Nice dance move. There is something in there. They're saying that it's the most uh, popular cocktail. Uh, ever. Ordered. 
Really? Really? Look at you with your little daiquiris over there upset. Well, no, see, margaritas for me, the only time I've had a margarita was on Christmas because my mum was a bandit for turning up with the, you know, $12 tub that oh, you yeah. get with the sack in <laughs> it. Yes, yes, like, I, I, I don't know yeah, what it is. My, my mum would never drink a cocktail any other day of the year, but on Christmas, Christmas she'd, she'd be like, I've got the tequila bucket. Well, the we've actually got um, Mr. Consistent. If you haven't had these, they're amazing. It's mm. a margarita mix. So mm. if you call up 13, 10, 16, and give us a uh, scenario, um, you can have one of those. We've got them to give away. Surely but yeah, they're saying that's most Monday. popular. Why? Margarita Monday. I guess. Yeah, yeah well, it changes because it's the 22nd of February every oh, year. every year, right. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. I didn't think it was the most popular. No. Yeah. What do you think about it? Can I just have a margarita? Maybe. Is that that's worldwide because you think they drink a lot of them in like Florida? Or... Well, this is national. It's not international. Florida, Miami, <laughs> <laughs> Gold Coast. <laughs> You reckon the Gold Coast is bringing up the numbers of yeah, margaritas? Yeah, 100%. What, what would yeah. you expect the most popular cocktail in Australia to be? Uh, cowboys. No, they're shots. Um, I, uh, this day and age, probably a, um, an espresso. No, no. I still think that's a bit more of a that's a bit more of a casino. I want to go all night. No, and even we always drink. No, I reckon margarita would have to be. Yeah, You're see? not getting a Cosmo. You get a Cosmo if that's the sex in the city, but it's not the most popular. If you're with the gals, it's if a Cosmo. If you're with the gals. If you're trying to look like, you know, you're not a child, you have an espresso martini. Me, I'm just a uh, rum and coke or beer boy. Not you don't ever go the cocktails? cocktail? Yeah, he does when I order. Mm. And then we get them one and then we get really annoyed that they're so expensive. So then Esther and I cut them off the cocktails and get them beers and we continue to drink them. Mm. It's good to have a plan. <laughs> 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 All right, Lindsay from Warner, tell us your story. We'll tell you if it's a drunk human or a tiny human. Okay, so basically um, this uh, person was feeling quite peckish uh-huh. and um, eyed up something they really fancied and then shoved so much in their face that um, they proceeded to, you know, was so full they puked up every- everywhere. Mm. Oh, yeah, I feel like I can hear a child in the background, but that, that might be giving it away as well. Yeah, I see. I want to know the type of food too, but that might give it away might as well. Might give it away. What you think you'd do it, it if it was? It yeah, if it was it burgers, away. you reckon you'd do that? Yeah, like if if there's a kebab in this store, it's definitely, it's definitely a human, drunk, drunk human. human. I'm I'm gonna lock in tiny human. What are you guys okay. locking? I think it, it it's a curveball. I'm gonna go drunk human. Yeah, I'm on the drunk human too, Lindsay. It's a tiny human. Oh, oh ding for it. And the tiny humans in the car with me. <laughs> oh, I thought I I thought I heard a giggling in the background. What was the food? What was the food? Uh, chocolate. Yeah. Lots of chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> Slow <laughs> down there, the kid. Yeah. Slow down. Uh, all right, 13, 10, 60, you tell us a story uh, that's either for a tiny human or a drunk human. We'll see if we can guess correctly, which it is. All right, Dan and Callum Bale, tell us your story. Hello, how are we? Good. Uh, so I did the evening pickup, um, and I had three loud... Humans, mm-hmm. um, windows down, screaming, um, and mm. not being very apprehending and listening. Mm. Well, that's a hard one. Well, see, when this has picked up three humans, maybe Dan is divorced, mm. did the pickup for the kids with, with mum, and the changeover. Yeah. You know, mum, you know, wanted to get, get it, Dan, filled them up with sugar so they were running wild. What are you going to lock in? Or maybe Dan's an Uber driver. Yeah, mm. I'm going to lock in um, because I I don't know if he picked up me and my friends, but we've done uh, that before with you like, woo, yeah. woo, 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 girls, woo. 
I think he picked up his three kids and they were all pissed. <laughs> Stop. That's okay. I'm going to go drunk human. What are you going? I'm going to say tiny humans. What are you going, Steph? I'm going to go drunk human. Dan? Drunk human. Hey. Hey. Who were you picking up? Oh, my best mate. So two of them, and one flies in from the mines every every month, and he gets very rowdy. Yeah, so. fair enough. Good for that. you being the sensible one there too. <laughs> yeah, all righty, let's go to Maddie and Thornlands. You tell us a story. We'll try and work out if it's a drunk human or a tiny human. Hi guys. So I know someone that fell asleep in the bathtub with their bum over the plug and flooded the whole house. And they had to get new carpet. That's so bad. I'm definitely locking in um, drunk, drunk human. Human? Yeah. Yep. When you, or do you mean when you say fell asleep? You said bathtub, but was it like a shower one? So they were, you know how you, yes. you used to yes. do that. Yeah. Where you're like, let's see if we can fill the the shower bottle. I'm going with drunk human because that happened to a very famous DJ that I uh, was working at a hotel, and he fell asleep after a shift onto it and flooded two floors David at Getter? a hotel. David Getter? No. Bob. Yeah, drunk human. It is. Oh, yeah. is it drunk human? Yeah. Yes. Drunk human. Who's the DJ? Yes. Shout out to Phil, my father-in-law. Oh, oh they, well, you didn't have to name and shame, but well done. <laughs> Calvin Harris? <laughs> no, 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 no. Bob McLean, or whatever his name is, the famous DJ Bo- Skrillex, mm-hmm. Avicii. No. Who was it? It's confidentiality. When you work at the concierge of a very famous hotel, I think you that can't runs out after that. a while. Does yeah. it? Yeah. Plus, I don't think it works. Confidentiality doesn't work when you tell three quarters of the story. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're meant to tell <laughs> none of the story. Was behind Sinclair, the grassy Sinclair, knoll, and he fell asleep and the at the. He'd, he'd fallen asleep before in the hotel lobby, and then uh, he was just exhausted. What's it after rhyme it? with? I just said the name. I didn't, I didn't hear it. Bob you... Sinclair. Oh, Bob That's, Sinclair. I said Bob. You didn't say it. I said Bob twice. Oh, you're right. Oh, you're right. Well, you didn't know his surname. You just said Bob. I didn't yeah. know if you meant I knew, Bob, I remember... who's just left 97. I don't know. And I was like, mate, I don't know. Oh, he falls asleep in bathtub all the time. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Susan, here we go. Last one. You tell us uh, the story. We'll see if it's a drunk, drunk human or a tiny human. Uh, my story is that I have a person who, don't ask me why, decided that they would put their tongue in the freezer and he got stuck. So we basically had to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say it's a drunk human, but it was the next morning when they woke up no. and they had that like dying of thirst mm. where they were like, I think I am going to, I've got sand in my mouth. It's hard because we've all done it, haven't we? Just you, pretend, I'm still going to lock in tiny human. What are you doing, Steph? I'm going to go, I'm going to go tiny human with this one too. Brisbane wakes up with Staff Abby and Matt on B105.